Anyway, uh, Meg look. seems to me like the type of person who wouldn't necessarily want to have a big ass, though. Yeah, that's true. She um, said because of her Nicki Minaj has a horrifying ass comment. She, yeah, Serena Williams scares her. But in in general, yeah. Somebody I don't, yesterday I don't know. at work said um, that they were so sad because Serena Williams lost, and I was wow. like, why? And I was like, sorry for being so hostile. But I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Someone uh, anonymously dropped off some Economist magazines onto my desk. And oh, I've been, getting like, the Jewish, I've been getting the Jewish week uh, on my desk. <laughs> or like Jewish daily. Who's a doing Jewish, this? It's like the Jewish news well, which, that I never... Does it come every day or once I, a week? It comes every fucking day. And I just hit up like facilities being like, stop delivering me this. I don't know who put me you on never, this. Uh, subscribe no, how could what is even the mechanism to do <laughs> a delivery at the desk? Like, who does that? I think it, it, the mail gets delivered to the yeah, front desk, oh, and the front desk Brick distributes squat. it based on. Andre, have you ever worked in an office? No, like, you get the mail. The mail comes to the address, and then, then somebody says to the front desk. I, you have there's such a huge. We're not gonna get into this, but on the pod, but the, the, <laughs> the, the like. Giant, this is like a giant corporation. There's SVPs of regional east yeah. sales. Like, I can't keep yeah, track. Yeah, yes. I don't think I've ever worked. No, I guess at, at MSNBC I did. But, <laughs> but organization, <laughs> I never got mail there though. But like an organization that had like, we distribute the mail to all the people. It's wow. a it's more common than you think. <laughs> <laughs> mail distribution? Mail distribution is way well, more. Well, it is one of those things. You have like, to have somebody who's like, oh, well, the mail room is really like not. You don't hear so much talk started in the mailroom mail room. anymore. Yeah, I started in the pushing the car in the mailroom. And you start, yeah. <laughs> Andre, right? Yeah. Yeah. Started I started in the pushing, media. I started pushing in the, the email room, room actually. <laughs> <laughs> I printed out everyone's email and I distributed it. But how close do I have to be to this mic, by Perfect. the way? Yeah, Perfect. you want to be closer, than, like closer than Max. The uh, the train this morning was inundated <laughs> with... Uh, with piety? With, yeah, with a bunch of pious men and chaos. <laughs> All huddled around like a single copy of the Jewish Week. Was it difficult to navigate? <laughs> copy. What was it difficult to navigate your way through the uh, through the subway? I feel like navigate is Dasha's N word. <laughs> yeah, like she's oh, constantly saying, sad. "I had to navigate." It just sounds did like very jargon. Reddit. Somebody on oh, Reddit. Oh, someone did someone complain. Reddit, yeah, oh, complain okay. about that. Uh, Reddit has been really popping lately. That's my thing, but I feel like you and our friend Jez uh, shamed me for being all up in Reddit. You're very. You have very strong reactions to yeah. Reddit. I think there's a lot of activity, but I think you, you think it's more important than it is. You have to ignore the trolls. I think it makes me jealous. It makes me competitive. <laughs> like I'm like, who is this fucking person writing like a two thousand word uh, book report about Anna and Dasha? Who was it? it was like Moonlight Titty or something. I'm just like, I don't want them to pay more attention to that essayist. Here's the, the thing roundup. that I think is going to come up in this pod is. I love the roundup. Yeah. Uh, but like when you were like, oh my God, these people care as much yeah. as we do. I was like, this yeah. person cares, cares way more than I do. Like I don't really care about it so much. I, I do and I don't. Like I'm, yeah. that's definitely way too strong. Well, the conceit of your show is that you're just like obsessed with these two women. It's sort of like this creepy Three thing. women. So there are more. <laughs> well, you're obsessed and with Leia. two of them. Uh, Four women. <laughs> don't forget uh, me. <laughs> No, but, you know, so it is, but you can't be, like, more obsessed and creepy than the people on Reddit because they are just yeah, incredibly insane. So, like, I think uh, making a podcast, like, the cumulative, you know, time spent making this <laughs> podcast is actually way creepier than writing something on Reddit. That's fair, that's fair. 
but the content uh, may not be, but yeah, the yeah, yeah. The I feel idea. like our content is less like you know, yeah, intense. But should we let's introduce but maybe but, our we have our guest yeah. on the show. How's it, how's it going, America? <laughs> uh, we have our friend Igor here, uh, who's been like on the Anna Kachian train for a long time. Introduce me to Anna. Yes. I think, yeah, like I brought her, I saw you liking her tweets maybe like a decade ago. How'd she get on your radar, Igor? Uh, you know, how do these things ever happen on Twitter? Twitter? Yeah. yeah. What about Dasha? When did you first find out about Dasha? Dasha, I was late to the party because I don't really watch videos on Twitter. It just like annoys yeah. me. Uh, so I was sort of aware. I mean, I, I think I've been following her for a while. Like I recognize that picture in sort of the, uh, the pink like Victorian garment that yeah. she has. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think you sort of brought up that video. And yeah, we were at some bar in Brooklyn. Cool. Yeah, my partner was breastfeeding at the time. Actually, we were in like a little. <laughs> like a, what do you think about the partner? Like, I guess partner is better than like girlfriend or boyfriend or. I mean, baby once you mom. have a kid, it seems yeah, like you, gotta, you need uh, to say partner. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's married. annoying. I mean, like yeah. it's annoying to say. Like, I was always annoyed by it, but you know, you, I think you sort of like anno- like own the things that yeah you, you found sort that. of like repellent and bourgeois when you were younger. So, it, as you if age. you have a child but you are not married, you can't say girlfriend. That's like, that's that too seem like childish. Too childish yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, Igor's our first uh, our first guest on the roundup. Also, the first dad. Uh, to be on the roundup. Definitely not the first daddy, though. <laughs> Look at these boys. Uh, but yeah, like when back to the, the someone wrote you know, the person wrote the Reddit essay, and then uh, I was very flattered when someone was like, "Are you one of the roundup boys?" I don't know. Reddit's oh, popping. Yeah. Should we no, talk about great. Max getting dragged on on Reddit a little bit <laughs> by Helanxious? Yeah. Helanxious six six six. Helanxious. Helen Sisu. Helene. Uh, I was owned. I was owned on Twitter. I mean, I read it. What happened there? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know who Helen Helen Sisu is. Actually, why do you think you sort of um, dyslexia and into hella anxious? I mean, I'm definitely projecting some kind. No, of it's like something, it's like but. it's 15 lowercase levels, yeah. lowercase letters yeah. in a row. Plus like, how six, are you going to parse six, that? Right? Like, yeah, the six six six. And uh, <laughs> have you yeah. now looked up Helene? I have. The feminist and I, I read an essay by her in college, but I can't remember okay. a thing about it. I loved how intense they were about, like, I fucking can't believe these guys don't know. <laughs> yeah, who hell Reddit community is amazing. You know, just that, that anyone's that passionate about Red Scare Pod is, is beautiful. That leads us into this episode. What do you Should we talk you th- about Me 3? Gary, what do you think about Me 3? Did this on the spectrum of your thoughts on it? Losing steam, you know. Red yeah, losing I mean, steam, I thought that? this. There was some interesting stuff. I I felt like it was a little bit of a seven ten split. Like, obviously, here we are. You know, four men uh, talking about me too is gonna be interesting. <laughs> I was hoping, if if I I've read and discussed me too plenty or whatever, and so with Red Scare, I'm kind of like are you pro or give, anti. Give me the. <laughs> Uh, give me the like super intense, hot reactionary takes, uh, or but they, I feel like they were kind of like trying to be, uh, you know, counterintuitive or reactionary, but still fundamentally saying like, um, you know, maids and women of color, and like there was mm-hmm. just like w- it was half woke, half reactionary in mm-hmm. a way that felt uncommitted, 
uh, and as a result, not that interesting. I felt it was like hard to listen and pay attention and think of funny things for the roundup, partially because I was feeling like the man trap. I was like, I don't really want to give my hot takes on Me Too that are also going to fall in some weird reactionary woke spectrum. So I found myself resisting the episode and like having to listen to it a bunch of times to even remember anything. It's not that I didn't like it. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was just, I think the subject matter made it hard to, hard to round up. Uh, I did love just to get into a little bit of like chronological rounding up. Um, when they were talking about Trump uh, talking about tossing the rape kit at Elizabeth Warren and not hurting her arm. Like that was one of my, also one of my favorite, like bizarro Trump comments. (laughs) Just like imagining he's at a rally in like Duluth talking, imagining being at a presidential debate with Elizabeth Warren and tossing tossing a rape kit at her, but not too hard. Not injuring her. Injure her arm. Because of me too. Because of me too. (laughs) Uh, yeah, that was funny. Well, right, and the liberal media left that that latter part of the quote out. They Which part? They wanted to imply that he was talking about, you know, some sort of... Uh, like penetrative. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys are so good at saying penetrative. Penetrative. Everyone is. Inundated. It's the same actual yeah. uh, pattern of, of uh, inflection. General thoughts. Do you, did you guys have some general thoughts on the episode? I mean... Yeah, I think similar. Yeah, the the, the 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 sort of dichotomy was like Anna sort of trying to be reactionary, Dasha sort of being a little more pro Me Too movement in this because she had this experience in in Hollywood of being, perhaps taking yeah. some trips with financiers and trips then being like, Meg, I'm not going to make a list for you. Meg's <laughs> right. not asking for a list. <laughs> that was heated. That was a testy exchange. Igor, did you listen to the episode? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be funny if you know. Did no, uh, no, I did. Um, uh, I didn't listen to it several times. Uh, just once. On what speed? What speed? Uh, I, I listen to things on normal speed. I'm not some, you know, weird tech person who's <laughs> just incredible. I think Andre's brother's on four X at this uh, point. That's, that's <laughs> insane. I did think it was interesting that they like Anna mentioned this tweet that she. Uh, got in trouble for that she got in trouble for which you know like classic Anna disingenuousness about like I had no idea that this might you know which is like misconstrued yeah right which is like the genius of Anna is the ability to say something that can be misconstrued and then whatever Um, I do think uh, that it was strange that they spent like the next five minutes talking about whether or not lesbians like were raped more rather than like you know, sort of like the actual tweet, which is interesting, right? I mean, it yeah. seems to me that if you want something from men, um, you do feel differently about Me Too than yeah. you do if, you know, you have no interest in them sexually and, like, you know, they don't have this thing that you want that no one else can give you. Um, so I wish they talked more about that. Yeah. But, uh, in- but yeah. Instead, Anna gave this weird, disingenuous uh, defense where she said... I never mentioned lesbians. I was actually, <laughs> yeah, I was her, actually talking about straight women who don't have sex with men for lots of other reasons. Right, and it was all like, her ace incel, it was like, like, no, you weren't. Yeah. You were definitely talking about lesbians. And it's kind of an interesting point. Like as right. as Igor is saying, it is an interesting idea. Um, but then Anna just lies about what her intention <laughs> was, which is so strange. And I could see why, you know, Mora Donegan would be offended or. She Anna says she put my name on something called lavender, lavender menace, menace. Yeah. but it's like it's like is that a kind of like 
is that like a weird sort of colloquial usage of put my name on? Or is that like what is she that thinks shit? that Mora put her name on like another shitty lavender yeah, women? Fucking I need to Doc. teach you about fucking G Suite, all right? Yeah. Like just well, the PDF Jesus thing was Christ. amazing, oh, and that's that such a thing. good exchange. Wait, what was the PDF? Thing? Uh, they were like. Know, Dasha said, like, if someone could send us a PDF copy of the book, of Amber which in Tamlin's, general was kind of strange, like, like you don't get advanced. PDF, but maybe the book's out. Uh, and then Anna was like, yeah, like three copies. Yeah. She was like, well, we, we could all just like share this. Oh, sure, we can share. A PDF we can share. <laughs> Pretty good. And then it's like, like crickets. Like it's crickets. Five listens. Like they did not think that was funny. It was so hilarious. Dasha. Oh my yeah. God. So, so they seem like G- to yeah, criticize the fact that there's like sexual I mean, jihad. It seems one, just like, just false that like, you know, Anna's claim that like Me Too has had, is useless, like does nothing is totally ineffectual. I mean, it seems to me that, like, Me Too's, like, done a lot. Like, men are sort of, like, you know, scared. cautious and scared. Um, you know, I think that the uh, their point about um, Me Too not having, like, a, you know, clear-cut agenda is sort of also, like, bizarre to me. I mean, it's, like, one, it's far too amorphous of a thing to have a clear-cut agenda. Yeah. But two, it's, like, you know, it's it's, like, very much like a utopian project. Like, the idea seems to me to be to like imagine a world to like help other women imagine a world in which like this stuff didn't happen to sort mm-hmm. of like um, have women realize like shit like yeah like I've kind of always taken it um, you know sort of in stride that I would encounter a certain amount of harassment and um, you know maybe it doesn't have to be that way um, you know it seems to me that they don't engage with that idea at all they're just kind yeah. of like well like how are we actually supposed to like adjudicate all these disputes it's like well i mean you don't necessarily have to mm-hmm, um, yeah. though i did think the stuff about restorative justice was interesting um you think dasha read that book that was <laughs> yeah, a little I bit mean, uh, I, I mean maybe she read she, I, like if she's smart she read the introduction and nothing else yeah. like, as i would do with any yeah. fiction book but uh, i was talking to uh a woman, a Red Scare listener, about that exact moment, the Dasha, Sarah Shulman uh, thing. And, um, is it transformative justice? Or what was the name uh, of the book? Restorative, restorative justice. justice yeah. And she was like, I think like Sarah Shulman had a lot of really interesting things to say. And then she tried to do her book report, but like mega trailed off and like didn't really have the summary. And then the, the woman I was talking to was like, I think it's, I've been in that situation a lot where I just talk and Dasha already talks really slow and and she was like where I just talk really slow in the hopes that someone else will say something. And so, <laughs> so I really think good. like you know it would definitely Dasha like had a trail off of like I actually like I'm losing my train of thought here like I don't actually know what the argument is. Well, Anna kind of bullied or like they kind of challenge her they're like well, how would that? They're how, like, and is how would that work in like, practice? How would that work in practice? Like, yeah, but I thought her answer to that was good. What was what was the answer? I mean, to like, that? you know, maybe it's a conversation. Maybe it's some sort of monetary, you know, compensation. Right. I mean, it, you know, this is not. I don't think she was suggesting that's like a law that gets bad. I mean, it's just yeah, whatever. I mean, it's. But it seemed to me to answer. Reddit the was like, hell yeah, Sarah Shulman. We need more Sarah Shulman content. All right, that's so pre- we need to look pretty into. gay. We need to look into to Sarah Shulman. Andre, um, what were you well, saying? What you were talking about, Igor, I, I think it's true that the there was sort of like a hand wavy thing where where they were like, 
Well, we can't. I think you make a good point that like even within our sort of current neoliberal capitalist like hellish society, you can make a difference on these issues um, of like treatment of women. And they and they were very much kind of like, well, if you don't if you don't at all reform neoliberalism, like what's the point? But it's kind of like there's a bit of to me like a a, a disconnect where you, where you they're they're rooting for something so utopian that it's like we can't make any incremental progress, and it's kind of like that's not abolish true. seamless okay. and then uh, right. deal with me well, too. Yeah, I mean right. it's it's not zero yeah. sum. I mean. I, yeah, I think they, you know, they make some good points, which I agree with. You know, like what are some as, of their points? What are some of their points? Do we remember, like, what? I are mean, their- I think that, like, you know, the the sort of like uh, point Anna made about like the farm workers union tweeting their support for me too. I mean, that is that is sort of like a, you know, obvious like. Like but again, it's like thing. we live in a celebrity culture. Here's the thing: it's like it's like we live in a celebrity culture. We live in a neoliberal capitalist culture, and like we we do all want to change these things. But all, but like, it's also good to use that that whatever the means are of that culture to improve the situation. Right. I, I, mean, I don't I know. That's my main, opinion. I think but, the yeah, most convincing thing is just that like all these women should be advocating for like uh, you know mandatory parental leave, like. Uh, a certain amount of cash for every woman who's got a child, et cetera. Like, like I think there are like you know material ways that like women would be in a much better position. Right. There was uh, an interesting thing where they, <laughs> I, they, I feel like they were making fun of Times Up. Just they sort of said a similar <laughs> thing as Andre when he was imitating great, Bill Clinton. Great hobby yeah. horses is Times Up. Confusing and losing. And Anna's sort of like, why make up another hashtag? Like it's just so confusing. But then Dash was like, no, Times Up was actually like a legal thing set up by lawyers to like fund. Uh, cases against men who are like bad actors in the workplace. Yeah, Times Up was more of like an organization. Like, there's a nonprofit. Right. That there's employees of Times Up. Uh, but it was funny, like during the Golden Globes or whatever, when they tried to introduce Times Up as more of like the uh, whatever. And Dash is like, actually, like it's this legal distinction. Uh, and then Meg says, "Well, actually, Times Up was an initiative to end sexual harassment." <laughs> and it's like, is that a distinction for me to like yeah. met another like you know walk the line of incoherence from Meg? And then Anna says, uh, "It was an excuse for women to wear uh, black, the most slimming color, on the red carpet." So they all did their takes. Like Dasha's like, "I'm not sure, but I think this is the actual thing." Yeah. And then Meg says something that. 20% makes sense, or like 10% makes sense, then Anna says something like trollish. So that was a nice little uh, one, two, three I for mean, the gals. Yeah, the problem with Time's Up is they don't have the fleshlight icon every time, <laughs> right. every time you tweet right. it, the hashtag. So like, uh, what is it right. actually? It's three hands. It's three, three hands. hands. Okay. It's difficult, but, but it looks, looks like, like a <laughs> What's the difference between three hands and a flashlight? Anyways, <laughs> right? Yeah. Have you guys ever watched a porn where a girl uses Never. a flashlight on a guy? No. Uh, no. Neither have I. Yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> sure you haven't. Uh, yeah, Anna has Anna's critiques of Me Too. You know, she says there's a vindictive streak in Me Too. It's a movement without goals. Uh, she thinks Weinstein was kind of like uh, Bernie, Bernie Madoff, Madoff, like scapegoat. Um, yeah, I mean, no one, I've wondered also, like, where are Weinstein's defenders, really? <laughs> You know. They are. Anna was sort of towing the line. She had to like. No. She had to say like a million times. Not that I'm upset about Weinstein being in jail. You know, he's a really he's a real monster. But she said that like three times. I, I bet like Anna's but. like a closet Weinstein defender. No, I, that's I don't think so. There, are, I mean, but I also think they rattled off four of like 
or seven of the like other hundred plus men who've been very publicly me tooed. Right. And like that wasn't the case in finance. It was like made off and then name one other person who like got right. busted up. Yeah. And so I think that me too has been much broader well, and more Lane effective and brothers, uh, than they, they want to say. Credit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think the issue is really like, you know, that Anna has pointed out is like, does it, does it have chilling effects on sexuality? Yeah. Um, you know, are its are, are its excesses a problem? But right, I don't that, think the issue is that it's been sort of ineffective at you know intimidating people into a kind of submission around sexual assault and sexual misbehavior. Like I do think the Me Too movement will reduce a significant amount of sexual harassment in the workplace. It's not going to do the whole fucking thing. But yeah, I, I actually think it's going to be pretty. Uh, well, they get they get into. I agree. It's also yeah. a starting they've, point. They've been yeah. into the. They talk about the excesses. I think the two the two big things they talk about are like. The Aziz case, which seemed to be sort of a turning point for people being like, "Whoa, not maybe not everything is is sexual harassment," and the and, the, and then to the Aziz on Saria's defense, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, the shitty men in media <laughs> list as another example of like overreach. Well, I mean, I think uh, on the one hand, I, one hand, I'm sympathetic to uh, you know the the fact that this does seem to be like fairly McCarthyist as someone who likes to sexually. Uh, you know, dominate and humiliate women. Like, wow, it's Eagle. not you know necessarily. This is the energy we, we needed for, the, for a podcast. Uh, uh, record stops for the Reddit fans right here. They're like, yeah. he's no, straight. I, mean, I, I say that. <laughs> Finally, you got a real man on that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like that is you know. I mean, I, I think that uh, you know the point Anna made about just kind of like the what seems to be like a pretty inherent or like dominant. Um, uh, sexual dynamic between men and women is real. Um, and I think that, like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm an outlier, right? Like, that, I was obviously trying to be funny, but, mm -hmm. um, but you know, I do think that, like, uh, the assumption should be that men are sort of, like, shitty. What's been the, the metonymic uh, thing from the shitty media list that, like, illustrates potential muddying of the waters of different types of creepy abuse. lunches creepy dms no, oh, creepy lunches creepy I lunches and creepy dms because that's what everyone always says about the media yeah. list is like creepy dms creepy lunches like yeah. does that is that you know what we're talking about here but then there's you know it's like how creepy you know yeah and meg says what do you do you know i think it's a good question yeah. like what do you do when shit gets very uncomfortable how do you talk about it how do you say that this is not okay and anna's like you could just say no and put your foot down in my experience and that was an interesting moment interesting anna exchange. she's like uh, yeah like anna says that you know people right are that's like the most her. reactionary take like i don't yeah. think these things are easy to navigate for anyone sure. um, yeah. and i think that like uh just to sort of loop back to the point i was trying to make but i failed to um, you know, I do think that, like, there's a lot of, like, sexuality needs to be renovated in some sense, and this is sort of a starting point for that. Um, it's almost so sexuality yeah. needs to be disrupted. Or sex, I don't know. Sexuality yeah, sex 2.0. I just, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is less about sex and more just that... Power? No. <laughs> I, I Igor, totally you agree with have, Anna you, on that. I you, totally, I've never understood. That is the chestnuttiest chestnut yeah. about rape and, and sex, and they talked like, about it in a funny way. I mean, I don't know that Anna's, like, like explication, like, some. she made some weird point about it. it's more, like, like, power is a tactic for getting, I don't know about that, but it's just, like, all sex is about power, everything's about power, like, it's meaningless to say that, you know, 
these things are really about power. Like, yeah. Uh, when did you learn? I feel like I feel like that was literally like part of my like health class curriculum. Was like, all right, yeah. chapter three, like rape is really it's about an, power. It's an amazing sex. triumph for it was, postmodernism. It was really yeah. uh, interesting that that really uh, entered the like health textbook yeah. osphere. Um, but then, they, no, the, yeah, the thing I was gonna say is I think I think the it's less like the or whatever Me Too stuff is less about sex and renovating sexuality. Not that I think that that isn't a good thing, but like it's more like a labor issue. And I think Anna kind of gets to that. She's like, you know, we need to change capitalism. Like, you know, Meg asked this good question. She's like, well, what do you do? You know, uh, if Dash and Anna are saying like, this is McCarthyist, like you can't rely on the court of public opinion. And Meg is like, well, what, how do you handle a, a coworker that's harassing you or that, that is harassing you and has a job you want? And I just feel like, um, yeah, it's more about like, uh, labor rights and uh, than it is about sex necessarily. I feel like Anna's worried that it's becoming about sex and kind of right. uh, disrupting sex in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is a labor issue. I don't. I think that like um, not a lot has been done on that side of things. Like there's you know obvious legislation. You, it seems like you know women who work in the fast food industry. It's basically like a lot of sixteen year old women who get like uh, sexually harassed as soon as they're about to get a promotion, then they get fired. That whatever. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts of rampant abuses. I think at the, the level you're talking about seems to be. You know, it's a labor issue, but like these are often uh, people um, who you know are sort of not rank and file workers, um, and they're like uh, trying to navigate, to use that N word, yeah. a, like um, you know maybe like a less straightforward situation um, where like the harasser maybe has a bit more tact. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it is a labor. I think it's a lot. I, I don't think it's one thing. It's not a monolithic thing, right? Yeah. Um, I think also part of this is just Anna's critique of Me Too is it's like Hollywood and the media, and those are two groups that she feels zero sympathy for. Yeah, zero sympathy and excluded from those groups. I loved Sanctimonious Turkey Gobbler. I also hate Meryl Streep, so that really <laughs> yeah, spoke. The hate that on, really spoke the to me. Hate on Meryl that Meryl really Streep spoke to me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what, what was it? Really there's an interesting tension though because Dasha is an aspiring actress. So, like, there's this moment when Anna is like, everyone in Hollywood is a fucking prostitute, and Dasha kind of stutters, like, yeah, like, uh, that's Dasha. true. What, what was your thing that you tension. loved? Because there's this, there's this uh, running through line of like Dasha converting to Judaism, <laughs> and Dasha sort of like, you know, I'm sure it's some, so there's some reality to it, but also performative being religious is part of her brand, and she was like, I pray, and then Max had some quote from Dasha uh, that he loved. Just that Dasha said uh, she uh, prayed to God to make her an it girl, and it fucking worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to turn off, this was the Meg episode That's where the, the mic was Mike. Out. Oh, how can we not talk about yeah. this? Wait, yeah. was that a Patreon We episode? skipped rounding this up out of oh. protest. Oh. Yeah. We were going to do a whole roundup and randomly Meg will turn not be silenced. <laughs> she was silenced by herself. Wait, I don't know if I heard this episode. So there was an episode around July 4th that they released, and Meg Meg's mic just didn't work. And Meg also uh, talked a lot in that episode because there were just long pauses where she oh, would say yeah, no, something, and then they that, would yeah. laugh or they would react. And it was, it was unlistenable. It was, it was horrible. It seems avant-garde to me. I don't know. We were thinking of doing a whole roundup and then like sort of flipping a coin for whose mic would get turned <laughs> off and just, just round it up that way. I think we maybe could still do that. 
Yeah, I cannot believe they put that out. The next episode is the next episode. This episode, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, the next free episode. Meg's mic was so loud, so loud in this episode, and I was like, okay, we get it. Meg's back. Yeah, Meg's back. Meg's just always toying with us. She's going away. She's coming back. I was really charmed by your uh, on the last episode of of this podcast, or maybe it was two episodes ago. You guys uh, just you know your celebration of Meg, non ironic, just. Mm. Truly embracing her return. Uh, I thought that was a really nice moment for everyone at home. Yeah, maybe this is a good segue into the sort of roundup wrap-up uh, segment of the roundup that we can do now that we have Igor here, where Igor can talk about the roundup or ask us questions about the roundup. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, what's your process, I guess, is, is my main question. That's a great you guys question. all listen to the, the episodes together? Well, one thing so. that I don't think the listeners understand is Max is really the producer of the roundup. Yes. Max is handling the audio, the recording, he gets us to do, you know, audio tests, uh, he does the... <laughs> or even in his house. I got to teach one of you guys to edit yeah. audio. That's I my... keep volunteering to be taught, so it's... <laughs> I, I may think, secretly but, know, but don't want to do the work. The book. <laughs> yeah. I know you know. Andre, I know you know. Andre's edited a few things in his day. Um, yeah, Max does all the editing, but uh, Andre and I will listen through and, you know, offer some, some suggested cuts but, but yeah, Max adds the uh, the hip hop horns and stuff. <laughs> Meg um, said so many silly things in this episode. I basically lost count. Uh, Do you have some? But examples? one of them was just she said this thing like, uh, "Men are always finding out that women are gay and being like." damn, like, she was hot. Like, there goes another one. And I was like, have you ever heard a man say that? Like, or like, well, she's I think she was trying to get at the point of, like, people, like, I, I think it's a thing, you know, older men at least, like, kind of, yeah. You know, expressing surprise that some pretty young woman is like actually gay or something. Yeah, just older trying, like just baby boomer, way, older yeah. or like yeah. you could definitely see a boomer saying that. Yeah, but what a fucking waste. A lot of boomers. I think always is a pretty big exaggeration oh. there. Also, how could we uh, forget to talk about Huno Diaz? Huno Diaz, <laughs> <I> just <laughs> amazing, Meg. That was just adorable. Love it. She she calls uh, Huno Diaz Huno Diaz twice, <laughs> even though Anna's like Juno Diaz. But uh, what is it? It's Juno. It's Juno. Yeah, okay. and also just like like uh, Alaska. Meg, Meg has this thing of like I guess I don't know. You know why did she bring up Juno Diaz? She's like, well, it's not because I like his writing. Like ha ha ha, and it's like uh, I bet you fifty dollars Meg loves Oscar Wilde. <laughs> Meg and my Get mom. It? He's fat. Yeah. Meg, that's oh. all I know from Oscar Wilde. Um, also, Meg botched. So Whammon, if you are all uh, at all paying attention, yeah. it's plural. Whammon is plural, yeah. and woman is how Anna says singular woman. She right. says it correctly, and then Anna at one point just says, "So if you're like a woman who and, <laughs> and Meg her. is like Whammon, you mean yeah. Whammon?" Yeah. And it's like, congrats, like, Meg. No. You know the, the and you know it wrong Twitter again. Joke, yeah. It was that was hilarious. Also, Meg jumped in at uh, at a point and said she like she had just looked it up and she's like corrective rape. Yeah, <laughs> that was embarrassing. Uh, but on the on the on the flip side, this sort of Meg, you know, they're criticizing me too. They're criticizing the shitty men and media list. And Meg is like, okay, what do you do? What do you actually do about these situations? I thought that led to a good discussion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that led to the restorative justice discussion, right? Yeah. Um, so it just going back to uh, roundup wrap to up. the roundup wrap up sort of yeah. uh, angle here. So you're the 
the producer, does that make you like the Meg? I mean, you also do no. seem the most obsessed. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. I am like, the most obsessed with Meg, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I see myself a little bit in Meg. Uh, uh, but. Uh, Piece of ass. <laughs> um, she's chill. I don't know. Like at least, at least insofar as I'm the one recording and editing the things and like struggling with the audio. But yeah, the process is pretty pretty straightforward. You're it's, sort of seeing it. We have coffee. Um, I need some water. We have we have we're straight. Some of us are straight. We're straight adjacent. Straight adjacent. What else? Let's. There's let's, more. There's more. There's uh, definitely Louis more. Louis C.K. Oh yeah, Louis C.K. They're very strong on the sort of Louis C.K. didn't do anything. The Louis C.K. Dasha was like. Louis C.K. is his thing is clearly not about power because when he was less <laughs> famous was, and only headlining yeah. smaller <laughs> comedic performances, he was still jacking off in front of women. And you know, I think it's hard to say that it was. Well, I thought it was that it wasn't about power because he was putting himself into a position and to be humiliated, which himself. is just like. I mean, that's still about. That's literally about power. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's the kind of the Weinstein pot Have any of you seen of the Louis C.K. movie that was about to come I saw out when he got... Yeah. Oh, What's we should watch that. I watched the beginning it's of it. It's the black and white one, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. I we thought it was good. That. And I mean, it, it does like... You know, I mean, I think the redeeming thing about Louis C.K. Uh, not to defend like, you know, like surprise masturbation sessions, but just like... Uh, his career has been about like the fact that he's a fucking pervert and like you know has all sorts of urges which are not like um, codified as okay by by uh, the society we live in. Um, so yeah, I don't know that. I don't know like what that you know any any like it seems more sort of genuine and like or like his examination of those things seems to me like. A, a lot more well-rounded than like Woody Allen's, uh, but it still doesn't go far enough. Although like, Woody still, Allen's obviously he, better. Both Louis C.K. and Woody Allen—they're so smug. Like they think they're like that. Their explorations of these topics somehow make them immune to having to like uh, be like, "I'm also." I don't know. I imagine I they. Hate I themselves. also have probably made people uncomfortable and done fucked up shit. Yeah, I feel like the yeah, issue but, for me with Louis—I <laughs> agree with you, Igor—that he, like, if you make a career out of like being pathetic and like calling yourself pathetic and calling yourself a pervert and kind of embarrassing yourself. Um, there should be something between totally getting away with it and being totally canceled. But I'm also with Max that like, I'm so irritated by Louis CK's smugness that I'm like, you deserve exile. Well, also it's like a strange, it's a strange defense. Imagine you made like, like just to put my like, Philosophy hat on. Imagine. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, uh, hats on, right. baby. Logic. Okay, right. I'm gonna fucking slay you with logic. Okay. <laughs> can we? Can you? Slay Max, me, daddy. Can you insert uh, a logic rap song in this? Okay. Uh, so who is that? Imagine you you were joking about murder. And you're like, I'm in my art. I talk about murder. Okay, it's fine to murder people. It just Damn, doesn't slay. Slay with logic yet again. <laughs> The murder comic, <laughs> but I feel. Like I mean, do you want me to respond? Yeah, what's yes. It? Put put the hat on. Igor. I mean, that, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's a stupid <laughs> point. Like I don't know. I'm not saying that Louis. I'm not saying that we should like absolve Louis C.K. Like he doesn't deserve, uh, you know, like to be sanctioned for like you know pulling his dick out in front of un, unsuspecting women. 
I'm just saying that like uh, it, there is something redeeming, maybe just aesthetically, maybe not ethically, about like um, you know sort of continue like continually returning to these things and sort of like working through them in your art. Uh, let me also say that like I've been like tired of Louis C.K. shtick for a long time. Yeah. Uh, excuse uh, me, he but, blew up the whole model and sold his comedy specials on a website <laughs> for five dollars. Revolutionary. There were so disrupted. many articles about that that I think, he, yeah. regardless of any masturbation, he just deserves yeah. to be fucking destroyed. Sorry. Starting from here, let's make a promise. You and me, let's just be honest. We are gonna run. Nothing can stop us, even the night that falls all around us. Uh, okay, Roosh V comes up. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. I thought that was a. But Gary may yeah. have had the Roosh V tab oh. up once. It was like, oh man, back in the back in the day, I had some poker adjacent friends, and poker was very PUA adjacent. <laughs> and these guys were like on the couch reading Daybang or whatever by this guy who's this. He's a fucking like he's just like a rape uh, like a rape advocate. Yeah, like he's, he's a very freak. alt right. And they'd be like, no, but he even even these poker guys were like, but he's got some really good ideas. Like you know, <laughs> if you uh, are, are like at a coffee shop, you should go up and ask a girl like what kind of computer she's using. <laughs> and I was like, uh huh, cool. <laughs> Especially if you're like in Poland. Yeah, what are yeah. these people doing? <laughs> yeah, he has to be like a former Soviet it's state. Like, it's like, he's like he's like Poland bang, like <laughs> Croatia bang, like. How how to bang Croatian girls, and then on the on wow. this is actually this is on the Red Sea. They were like yeah. they were like the one country he couldn't do. He like couldn't break through was Denmark because they have like good uh, you know social welfare or whatever. Yeah. And and Meg was skeptical of that argument. That yeah, well, like, I thought Meg's general to- skepticism about Scandinavia is interesting. I yeah. mean, it doesn't like what is it? Is she just being like, well, that you know, you can't. Uh, those programs wouldn't work here because of diversity. Yeah. No, I don't. She, I don't she think was like, that's she her was argument. Like, those countries like, have a lot of other problems. Right. It's like and they're it's racist. Like, Tell us more, man. People yeah. are depressed. No, that like, is. I, I just know. read a New York Times, neoliberal New York Times, but I did read a thing about how the there's all these immigrants in Denmark, and then and then it is like now, and then the the Danish white people are sort of like. Oh well, they shouldn't get this generous social safety net, and and like we need to re-educate that. Like there definitely are problems. I've never been. Yes, to I mean it's not a it's paradise. A, yeah. I don't know why. I've never, have you all been to Scandinavia? I no, but I'm Scandinavian. Have, have you, so, Max? I've been to Iceland. So. Uh, I don't know that. Kind uh, of uh, but yeah, like Jason. when I've seen, for example, like you know, you're in San Diego, and outside of a hotel, there's some Swedish company having its convention. So you see like. 40 Swedes congregating and like talking in their bloopy language and like you can see through their <laughs> fucking pants to their yeah. uncircumcised penises and it's just like this doesn't seem good like I don't know it just yeah. didn't seem maybe it was part of it was like this I don't is know a I slice mean, I, of Scandinavian culture yeah. which is like on a corporate retreat at a hotel so like that's already like stacking the deck. I would love to go to Scandinavia and see if, see if it man. felt like appealing culture. If I mean, they dress well. Anyway, anyway back to Rouge V for a second. Yeah, back yeah. to Rouge V. <laughs> yeah, Couldn't crack Denmark, but there's more to Rouge V. <laughs> yeah. What no, the hell are these pickup artists doing right now? Like, they're all. They're all yeah, the all right. It basically went from like. <laughs> yeah, it's it was in like, Vegas right. and they yeah. fuck hookers. Like, yeah. 10 years right. ago, it was like, oh, pickup artists, it's this thing the on the internet, libertarian, the, the game. And it all just but like, it made me realize, no, it was all right. It's like men's rights, proud boys. Like, yeah. these are, Neil Strauss, wrote, Neil Strauss wrote a book. He, he's, 
he was like sharp enough to know the way the winds were blowing and was like wrote another book being like no game whatsoever yeah, or something yeah. being oh, wow. like being like actually the real thing is I love my wife now oh, yeah. and it's not I'm not that because well, he's, he's a he's a he's a writer for he writes like you know he writes like profiles in Rolling Stone and whatever so yeah. he's like maintained a respectable writing career so he's had to reject his association with all these people but yeah they're all alt right they're all like fucking 4chan freaks who is sort of like the bro version of that, like Max something, Tucker Max. Tucker, Tucker Max. Max. He also yeah. sort of like recanted, he, he but on like a more Christian, like yeah. yeah. He, he's he's he had a, a rehabilitation. <laughs> he's a success he's win, like, I'm in psychoanalysis now. Um, um, Ryan guy. Holiday oh, yeah, ghost wrote Tucker Max's book <laughs> and then is like also done some rehabilitation. He's like now I write books about like stoicism and I'm not into that sort of thing anymore. <laughs> Everyone. Oh my god, this is taking me back to like 2006 internet. Wow. Yeah, Tucker Max. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Roosh is, you guys should watch like a video of him like defending himself on the webcam or something. He's a pretty dark <laughs> figure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool name though, Roosh B. Um, did you guys ever watch the rea- the PUA reality show, the mystery oh, sure. show? The first that show was, it was called The Pickup Artist. Okay. It was so funny. And he had this assistant really guy called Matador, <laughs> who was kind of uh, a, a Middle Eastern uh, muscle man who was like another pickup artist. Yeah. But mystery was just so funny. This like oh, lanky, yes. Yes, uh, well, somewhat charismatic, like, ugly, like six, six cut up fur dude. hat, yeah. like, ugly, kind of aging. He had this like yeah. old aging <laughs> face. LA. But he, what he was like, he was like reasonably insightful about this psychology of these like truly pathetic, like shy guys who like couldn't talk to anyone. Like yeah. Yeah. he was like he was a fairly charismatic host, but he's also such a freak and such yeah. a dweeb. Well, that was he was. was I like that he was he was the embodiment artists. of like like the whole thing going on. That the idea then was sort of like no, you don't have to be a handsome guy or like or traditionally at all appealing. And like he was not handsome and not traditionally appealing and like. Seem to be but instead, like, instead of, living, think, instead of sort of being like you've got to have you know this, like a sort of normal form of confidence, it was like do this trick: tell the girl to put her fingers together and then slowly separate them. <laughs> well, they were all, they were all magicians, right? <laughs> right? That was, that like, was the very. Big, that's like, the funny. This is actually they're all magician. Hey, what yeah, is the deal? this is actually so. I'm glad that there's some men talking. About, you have some insight into this. But basically, that, that it's, it's nice to be but, around men. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys read the, Iron John? No insight into John. the like <laughs> fragile male psyche, which which was like that. Yeah, it was this weird. What they were recommending was this weird overcorrection for you being like a self-hating, neurotic beta freak. <laughs> was like instead of just having the normal level of confidence, like Eric's, you have to act like the most alpha psycho person imaginable and do like outrageous well, but social it was a thing. By numbers. It was for people with that. Like it wasn't. It wasn't just about like the. I mean, I think it was just oh, like instructions for like how to like you know, sort of like tease people yeah. flirtatiously, right? Yeah, like, the pickup artists were like social workers for these men. They were like basically <laughs> what was mental like health the, they were, they, yeah. were in, they said they could control people's minds. There was some like, like neuro-linguistic programming. Oh, yeah, what yeah. is that? The, the Keno Escalade well, NLP. Yeah, neuro-linguistic programming has an interesting history because it was like, it was around this sort of like Santa Cruz self-actualization, linguistics, mm. um, hypnosis. There were a bunch right. of like, therapy methodologies that were like experimental in like Northern California and NLP was something that was considered very promising and even respectable for a little while. And then it evolved into this like persuasion, uh, 
thing. And so now there's still like a core, like small group of people who like think it's great therapeutic language. And, uh, and, but most people look at it as like, it's been co-opted tool. by pickup artists to like mm. rape. So right. NLP is in, in tough shape. Yeah. Uh, it's nine 20. So we should do, let's, let's go back to the pod. Yeah. I think we got uh, about 10, 15 more minutes so, of recording if we want to get a coffee. Uh, maybe we talked about shitty, or sorry, we talked about me too. We didn't really talk too much about the shitty media. Let's talk about man. shitty men in media. Mm. Uh, Oh, by the way, quick thing, props to Meg for saying that the real founder of Me Too was a woman of color in 2006. Props to Meg. Oh, yeah, props Named to Meg. Sure. Tarana Burke. I you think. mean an African-American woman? Well, yeah, but then, then she, like, sort of made a joke about, like, I'm worried I'm going to butcher her name, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, like, call like racist yeah. podcast. I mean, it's also just, like, it's not hard name. Two steps forward, one step back uh, kind, of, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, Anna takes issue with the shitty men in media list. She thinks uh, that the name is bad. She thinks like shitty is kind of a frivolous word and doesn't. I thought that was uh, funny, but it's just kind of like uh, it's it's. Uh, I thought that was funny. Yeah, and then she also says a thing which Igor alluded to earlier of like conflating creepy lunches with like real crimes. Uh, and does she have any other critiques? Yeah, I mean, I guess like the. Not to defend uh, the McCarthyist Excel sheet. Why use that uh, word? But <laughs> why use the word McCarthy? I mean, I think that- there was. I think a, a, you know there was some. There were distinctions made, or there was like some color coding scheme that was meant to distinguish between different sort of like levels of offense. Red highlight meant multiple right. ac- multiple women accusing the same guy. I don't right. know. If that's right. that's not a response to why I, thought, I use McCarthy. I thought red. Just, I thought red was meant well, like. Yeah, whatever. I can't remember. I thought red meant violent or like assault. Red meant multiple. All right. Uh, pink meant violent. <laughs> I was easily yeah. confused. But it's hard to get the colors right too, you know, yeah, in yeah. one of those in spreadsheets. Excel, it's Excel like, is really is this pale yeah. pink or like one other? Uh, what were you going to say though? Yeah. No, I was, I was just saying that like the conflate, like the, someone who's defending the list would say that it wasn't conflating these things. That like maybe these, th- I, and I guess the, you know, the response is that just having them on the same list is conflating them. I don't know. I mean, that to me, just like, yes, they said that. That seemed to me like, I, yeah. we've had, like Gary said at the beginning of the episode, this uh, conversation has been had like 80 million times by everyone on Earth. Yeah. And it seems like uh, I was expecting. Did you I just think Anna, Anna saying that people could conflate the thing seemed kind of like, you know, it's like people can tell the difference. I don't know. I mean, it, like, uh, I'm sympathetic to the idea that like there has been, I mean, like this whole, the whole use of just like sexual min- misconduct is a term that gets applied to like you know raping twelve teenagers and like uh, you know kissing someone on the lips after you like win an Oscar or something. It's related to the restorative justice yeah. conversation. Uh, it's related to like cancel culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you are on the list for a creepy DM, like are you at risk of getting fired? Are you at right. risk of getting canceled? But these things exist on like the margins of male defensiveness, right. like. That's... Whatever, like it, it, there is a field that says what the substantive claims yeah. were and like mm-hmm. people who read are like basically intelligent enough i think the i think the you can't more, make an omelet without breaking the smash. more interesting question is just like you know forgetting like the distinctions between different types of misconduct or whatever but just like what is the deal like should this list exist, exist? Yeah. what are how well, should it, and I, it's been talked to yeah, death yeah, like yeah. i don't but know but the last the thing it, it does relate to this sort of like court of public opinion i'm just curious what you guys think court of public opinion versus court of the justice system, yeah. and and it's sort of like, well, the justice system has its benefits are sort of like it has a much higher threshold of like 
determining whether someone's guilty, whereas the court of public opinion is kind of like, you make an accusation, people kind of assume that that person's guilty. The downside of the court of justice is it takes a long time. People have really expensive lawyers who you know, lots of fight. Oh, there's lots there's of downsides. Downside. Yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying. The so it's sort of, of like opinion is not like so bad. Like it's not illegal that's to what say I'm the n word. Like, but neoliberalism. The, uh, the other navigate. navigate. It's not illegal to say navigate or neoliberalism, but uh, it, you, know, you should be shamed for it. And also, just I thought the McCarthyist thing was weird. Just that Dasha is literally like saying this thing that Trump has said about the witch hunt, like how McCarthyist is so like trendy right now. But it's like. McCarthyism, you know, it's like communism was not bad. Like harassing women is bad. So like putting a list together, it just seems to me like it's it's just obviously like a form of, uh, you know, maybe Moira Donegan did like a bad job of it, but like trying to organize women and protect themselves uh, as like a class of, of workers. So when the list was active, did you guys see it? Did you guys get to open the spreadsheet? Sure. Yeah, I saw a screenshot. Uh, somebody passed it along to I me and I got to go to the live Google Doc. Nice. And I got to say, like, it was very stimulating to just be in that fucking thing. I'm sure women were just Whammy. feeling, women were feeling insane. I wonder if Anna and Dasha got it live. I would guess no. Definitely and no. I mean, part of why part of I think like, Anna it, doesn't like the shitty men media list and doesn't like me too. She feels to excluded. Yeah, she's like these these women have cool jobs and they're still complaining. And like I, mean, Anna's I, I like, don't know. I think that I think probably her disdain for these things predates the existence of that list. Um, I, I know, but I'm just saying she already dislikes this group of people, and I would guess why that she dislikes them because they have more like social capital. I don't know than that she, she dislikes. I I think that I mean that seems. I think like uh, you know she dislikes certain people. It seems to me that like uh, her social network is like comprised of a lot of people who are in that world. So it seems strange. I don't think so. I think Anna just is, it's, I don't think it's because they have more social capital, but whatever reason there is to get the pleasure of hating and criticizing, Anna will take that reason and turn it into the pleasure. And there's another reading, which is like her like withholding excitement about Ocasio-Cortez. It's like she's, Anna says, like, I'm an Eastern European stoic. Like, I just think it's not, it's literally dangerous to kvetch in the, in the, in public without, like, a good plan. Like, she's like, actually might feel like, whoa, slow down. Like, let's come up with a plan. Maybe not. Speaking of Ocasio-Cortez, Anna was like, see, I told you so, because Ocasio-Cortez, like, lightly, very lightly walked back some criticism of Israel or something. And I didn't even watch the video, but people were saying, like, if you watch the video, she really said good stuff. Or, but... Anna so she like, believes in a two-state solution and the right. And was like, to see, I told you, like she's trash. Right. Anna Good job, Anna. Say, yeah. She's, she's a hater. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was I, I was just kind of like thinking, why would Anna, you know, have no sympathy for these people uh, on the shitty men and media list? Like and you know, Dosh is more sympathetic to. What do you think the scale? Do you want to rank them on their levels scale, of scale? Yeah, sympathy. I would say not uh, in order. Like Meg give is each the a number on one to ten, and then yeah, we'll not them. yeah. You have to yeah. do a number. Uh, what do you mean? Give a number <laughs> on sympathy? Like, yeah, how sympathetic are they to shitty men and media victims? Uh, like twenty-seven. I would say yeah, between one and fifteen, it has to be. Uh, Meg is like a, a nine. Out of fifteen, out of ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, out of fifteen. Dasha t- again invoked trauma. You know, we That's talked inflation. about this where Meg was like, "Tell me your worst trauma in Hollywood." But uh, Dasha was saying, like, when the Weinstein thing came out, she 
was nonstop glued to the content, reading about it for two straight days in bed, which was like in bed was kind of an indicator of like, I'm not just like, uh, like a little gleeful hating leprechaun Anna reading this stuff. I am enmeshed in like my own remembrance of traumas. Like there's a real, you know, uh, friction I think between Dasha where Dasha's like, it's really intense to be like sexually Mm. assaulted and taken advantage of and being a woman. And Anna's kind of like, suck it up. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And Meg's kind of like piece of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that the, the Dasha thing, I mean, I obviously, you know, not to, uh, equate my experience of reading about these things with Dasha's, but I I think that like in general, it. it was, there was a weird thing. I think everyone kind of spent like days just sort of like pouring over the titillating details in these like very dark accounts. Um, and that's like a weird and you know perverse aspect of this whole thing is just like, um, yeah, just like how you know people just want more and more salacious details. Um. But yeah, I think Igor, to your earlier point, <laughs> Andre, you're just texting someone. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> I was, I was, looking, at I was looking at a Naomi, no, Naomi Fry. Naomi Fry had an Instagram caption that used a word I didn't know. And I looked up. <laughs> what was the word? <laughs> Punctum. Punctum. Yeah. It's probably am just I like, say, am I saying you know, punk, you mean punk dumb? Like D-O-M? No, P-U-N-C-T-U-M, I think. Sounds like, hmm, I don't All know. Right. I thought it was sort of like punk culture, punk just dumb. Like unctuous, yeah, yeah. pungent, something. Rectum. Something, yeah. Um, there was a funny Dasha sort of like lazily saying, uh, like, you know, master's tools. <laughs> I love Back. that joke. That's a yeah, good that's one. So funny. And yeah. And it's like, uh, like, I want daddy to it's stimulate my genitals with the master's tools. <laughs> Amazing exchange. Do you Showed remember me what daddy. Meg said after that? Something weird. Something like, we've gone from, Anna, you've gone from dick sucking jokes to clit stimulation jokes. Sorry, <laughs> Olga. <laughs> yeah. Throwback to when are they gonna have Sweet. Olga on the show? Meg. When are uh, we gonna have Olga on the show? Yeah, what is her Twitter? It's like food chain global analyst or something. Something, something like great, She's brilliant. Yeah. Um, there's also at the end of the episode, uh, Dasha says her theory that Steve Bannon uh, invented Me Too to like. There's a long anti- musical bl- break. Right? I thought the episode was over and they started talking. Like, <laughs> Twist. Uh, there's, a, there's a conspiracy theory from Dasha at the end, which is that Steve Bannon orchestrated the Me Too movement to bring down uh, the Jews and also like Hollywood establishment. And then Anna like slips and calls him Steve Madden. <laughs> and it's like, you, Anna's thinking about shopping, clearly. Why would you be shopping? Pay attention to Steve Bannon. She says that? Yeah, something like that. I think we've rounded this one up to it death. Sounds, huh? uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, and thanks to the listeners out there also. <laughs> thanks for being here, Igor. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Dasha says, <laughs> Dasha says, I'm dead serious. Dasha says at the beginning, she's like, uh, Me Too is over. No one's been ousted recently. Is that true? No. No. She's like, I we're in the post Me Too wave. It's uh-huh. definitely running out of steam. It got it got really like getting ousted on it was Twitter at the every top, day. It was I at mean. the pinnacle of Hollywood, and then it started going down, down, down. And it was like Reddit. you'd read like regional, like Ithaca, New York uh, theater director gets right. taken down. It's kind of like okay, we definitely. <laughs> Yesterday, are out. somebody said, "Did you hear Ryan Felipe got me too?" And I was like, "No, I didn't hear that." Is and then someone wondered, else is that really Felipe or is it Felipe? Felipe, I don't know. Never got. Um, 
Kajun. And uh, and then also uh, someone also said, did you hear a cool AD from Das Racist got me tooed? And so I keep hearing about new new uh, oh, wow. fucking me tooes. Right, so she's wrong keep about that. Oh, wow, there are some. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that I was confused... Do you want to read some of the new ones just to wrap up the, Is there a Wikipedia page for like who's for me been too? me too? No, not for me too, but just like list of men who've been... There's a spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, the two, the two headlines, man. by the way, when I Google news searched Ryan Felipe, were one, the Me Too thing, Instagram model, Ryan Felipe stonewalling abuse case. And then the New York Post page six has, Ryan Felipe sat first row at a bikini fashion show and loved it. Uh, <laughs> not good. Not a good look. Oh, right? my God. This is so good. So if you just Google news search Me Too, we've got, let me read some headlines. First Comic-Con in Me Too era grapples with sexual dot, dot, dot. Okay, New York Times, food writing in the Me Too era. Oh, my gosh. Um, Michael Avenatti threatens to expose James Woods' dot, dot, dot. Basta. Beauty Queen, CNN, Beauty Queen turns in crown after Me Too joke at Miss dot, dot, dot. Uh, let's see. Me Too Too goes to Jewish summer camp, a traditional (laughs) dot, 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 the Washington Post. There's a lot. (laughs) Me Too goes to Jewish summer camp. Henry Cavill. Actor oh, yeah. apologizes after Me Too rape dot dot dot. I love that. His comments were so. Who? Dumb what and did funny. he say? He was like, he was like, I, I just like, I don't do it anymore because it's just like, I'm, you can't flirt with someone because they'll just accuse you of rape. So what's there for like left for a guy to do besides just you know going back and restarting relationships with your exes? But those didn't work out anyway. So it's like a vicious cycle, you know, <laughs> like something to that effect. It was just a bizarre like. Um, okay, here we go. ChristianCentury.org on the second page of Google News results. Women of women of the Bible say hashtag Me Too, and then the subhead is read Tamar or Dinah's story with your church. Listen together for their cries. Wow, swag, beautiful. Yeah, listen together for their cries is kind of a good description of the roundup. <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Me Too is not a buying opportunity for investors. Quartz, Scandinavian <laughs> men having hashtag guy talk about hashtag me too. <laughs> They're reading the, Iron John. The media. The Wall Street Journal thing. Wait, so, say, that, say that headline Wall Street again? Journal headline is hashtag me too is not a buying opportunity for investors. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is like an onion headline. Who came up, just a question on, you know, just to go back to the wrap up. Yeah. Uh, what is, who came up with the, the format for your show where you guys uh, sort of start at the beginning of an episode and um, look through your notes and then like think of something to comment on. <laughs> and then, uh, the universe. So I think, I think there was sort of the early episodes were just more freeform and, right. and us just being like kind of spitballing. And then it was so incoherent and unorganized that, and I ended up like, you know, editing it to try to make mm. it make more sense. And then it was like, guys, come on, we have to like, have some topics. More Me Too lessons as a Buddhist king falls. Wow. Anyway, I would say we've gone back to the more freeform uh, <laughs> thing. But I heard on the roundup, uh, sorry, on the scare, there's, there, on the, on, <laughs> on the wrap up, on, on, on Red Scare, they, there's some mention of like a Dropbox folder of reading to prepare that I think Meg 
and Anna and Dasha have a, you know, like a place where they're uploading like relevant reading Whoa. and all reading that in advance of the episode. So it's something that I think maybe we want to, we might want to. Uh, oh, that's why Dasha like, wanted to text each other some articles. I, don't, I, I can't imagine that that's really true that they're doing a Dropbox. Russian they, hackers. There's a New York Times article. Would the pickup artist stand a chance in the Me Too era? I don't know if there you we go. Send that, that to me. I but I, uh, I will send it around in our Dropbox. Like, would the tele, would the show send stand a chance? Or would like the character? There are literally type? millions of articles about Me Too. Maybe the conspiracy is it was just created to generate content for the media. It's great well, content. That's the real conspiracy. When are we yeah. gonna have a scare that's like more focused on Chrissy Teigen? Mm. Um, Char- all right, Charlemagne the God. Terry. Cr- oh, Charlemagne things. Very big. Uh, all right. He's a funny looking anything guy, else? Charlamagne. Igor, you got anything else? Any other questions? Uh, uh, no, no, that wraps it up. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about the oh, Robin I dream. I had a dream actually last night that was relevant. Uh, this has really happened. I had a dream. Uh, a real up. dream. A real dream. Well, it was weird because the dream was about the morning of going on the roundup. Um, but the dream was just that uh, Gary had tweeted or like said something about uh, Meg grunting during yoga, which then like Michael Tracy had like glommed onto and was like was like exposing sort of Gary for like being a secret misogynist. Gary uh, like hopped on, you know, I think it was Twitter, but it was also like he was speaking to Michael Tracy directly by the logic of this dream and just like, it was going to defend himself and instead just had a series of adjectives related to Meg, which he said, like, like potato, squeak, like, steel closet. I don't, like, I don't know. This is, you gotta none, edit of those, this out. none of those are adjectives. This doesn't, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's true. It, it, I, please edit this out. We're actually, not editing but, this. Uh, this is amazing. This is gold. Uh, no, so yeah, saying, I don't know. Uh, Andre and I were not in your dream at all. Is what it uh, no, like. I mean, but I, I dream about Gary a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we go way back. Fair enough. Um, uh, so, yeah. We didn't, one just thing that happened on the scare pretty extensively we didn't talk about was the Robin Wright, Kevin Spacey uh, oh, thing. Yeah. Maybe we didn't talk about it because it wasn't interesting. But what did you think? You know, it was, you know, it was weird for Robin Wright to, come, to be silent for months about Kevin Spacey, like the co-star on this big meme, and then comes out, does an interview, and says, all I can really speak to is that he was like a professional colleague. It's yeah. kind of a weird move. Um, Meg said that the guy, there was a guy, I forget his name, an actor said that Kevin Spacey was too handsy years ago on a mm. thing, but then she said he... Walked it back. Walked it back, but didn't describe, really. It was another yeah, Meg It's just one, though. I mean, it seems like, how could that many people... Kevin Spacey's clearly guilty. I mean, like, Yeah, I don't think there's a just, question yeah, about that. I think... 15 accusers. He was, are, Meg was, I think, trying to say he just regretted speaking on it. Oh, right. Was he walking back that, like, was... What did Guy Pierce say? Was he like, oh, Kevin Spacey's fine. He's just a little handsy? Or was Guy Pierce just, like, regretting saying things about that. Kevin Spacey? I mean, yeah. It's a good movie. I like look it up. If you haven't seen it, by the way. (laughs) He has won the Oscar, I believe, for Best Picture in 1998. All right. I got to go. It's 945. All right. Uh, See you in hell. Yeah.